background. Are you, are you ready? Oh. <laughs> no, yes? Yeah, now Okay. We're... All right. Um, I can't hear myself in my headphones, though. Need this. So bear with us real quick. I just want to make sure I can hear you guys out there. I don't hear anything. You hear anything? Hello, hello. Oh. Yeah, I hear it now. Oh, I, I hear you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, don't worry about it, Eric, because I'm not the one who's performing, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, it's talking to my engineer. Hello, everybody out there. This is Mona from the Dope Academy podcast, of course. And I have a great show for you today. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. I surely did. <laughs> I attended a protest, like I always am seem to be at. But it was a candlelight visual downtown Fredericksburg for Fredericksburg uh, Freedom Initiative. And I was a speaker there. So um, along with Joshua Cole, um, a couple of pastors from the area, and we took a route all over Fredericksburg and dropped um, black history knowledge about Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg is very rich with it. And there was a lot of stuff that went down. And there's bodies on that ground. And that ground is holy ground. Like somebody said, there's, there's a lot of... I didn't even realize that when I oh, yeah. uh, moved to Fredericksburg um, from Richmond a couple years ago until I, like everywhere you go out, you start seeing... Uh, you start seeing like historical facts are sitting around. There was like, an actual black town, all black town. Yeah, nobody would knew that. Crazy stuff. So, anyways, that was a really good moment. Um, if you have a freelance star, there's an article in that today. You can check that out or go on Um, But today we are definitely a hip hop based podcast, and we have a hip hop artist local here um, joining to just tell his story. I really like his music, so we're gonna get into that. And it's Richmond's own Bread Up Rich. Thank you, thank you, thank Welcome. you, thank you, thank you. Welcome. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing great, man, and I'm blessed with the opportunity that you gave me to allow me to, you know, sit here and give my story, and you know, just be able to talk. Because for a long time, I was asking for an interview for a long time. You know what I mean? So, so this is his first interview yes, ever. Yes, yes, yes. On the Dope Academy podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So who is Bread Up Rich? Um, I would say that Bread Up Rich is um. Uh, Bread Up Rich is no different from you or the engineer over there, the people watching right now. Bread Up Rich is just, I'm just a product of the environment I'm from. Um, like you said, from Richmond, Virginia. Um, and I don't really see anything. And I, like, we never thought of anything good coming from that. We were just taught what the environment taught us. And, you know, I think that if I had to sum up who Bread Up Rich was, Bread Up, Bread Up Rich is, Bread Up Rich is just, that guy who has a dream, you know, but you're from a city where you're not allowed to have a dream. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or nobody acknowledges your dream. So, you know, but... Good kid, Mad City. Kind of, in a sense. In a sense, really. You, you try to do what's right. You know, you make a few mistakes along the way, but you still hold on to that dream. That's all Bread Up Rich is, a, a dreamer. And it's <laughs> Bread Up Rich, though. I mean, I, I'm familiar with you <laughs> due to... Um, your music and seeing you do your live performances. He's a lot of energy. It's really good. Come check him out. Um, he performs a lot in Fredericksburg, mm -hmm. also at the open mic nights that we do on Wednesday night. And I love Fredericksburg, by the way. I well, love we'd love having you um, on uh, in downtown Fredericksburg on William Street at the Rec Center. We do um, open mic nights, and you'll see some dope artists there. So if you come by, you just might end up getting a bread, bread up rich experience. But yes. your, your bread up rich movement is more than music though right it's definitely more than music um as you can apparel. see apparel as you can see now apparel you know i design my own clothes um 
also with bread up films and I do do my own um videos um and also I'm I'm work I'm working on a nonprofit right now as well are you um because you know I've been homeless for the majority of my life so I always that's a big that's something big for me period I if I can give everything to homeless I would because mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to be there so you know that's what the movement is about. The mu- the movement in the beginning, bread up was just we, we we were at our job. We were underpaid. It was a temp job, and we knew we were working our asses off for a job that was going to let us go when they didn't need us no more. And we weren't really making anything, but we needed to do we needed to do what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where the movement started. We got to do what we got to do. Um, you got to bread up. We got to bread up, and 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 that that doesn't have to be in a negative way. It, it, I, I'm more so. Any of my friends, I always, I always talk to them about having your own. Whatever it is that you love to do, do it. Invest your everything into it, mm-hmm. and turn it into a business to have your own. Have something to take care of your family, but also your community, because that's where you're from. So, you know, my movement is community based. If I'm in Fredericksburg, Virginia, right now, and I've been here for the last two and a half years, this is my community. Mm-hmm. So, the music and the apparel. I love it. I love to do that, but I'm thinking about the community before anything. And um, I like that you you share so much of your raw truth in your mm-hmm. music. Um, and you guys are going to be able to hear some of the music at the end. He's going to do a, a live performance, and also we're going to show um, his video for a song that I really like that he has at the end. Thank you. Um, but two two songs I've seen you perform. Well, either seen you perform or heard. One was written for your mother. Mm-hmm. And the uh, on your birthday, yeah. That's what um, was, yeah. And the other one was written for your wife. Yeah, sorry, ladies, he's married. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but both of those tracks kind of show a little bit of a redemptive story and things about your past. <coughs> and you just touched on that you um, were homeless. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to kind of give everyone out there just a lo- you know an overview of your story? Because I think your story is a, a very important important part of who you are. Um. Well, well, let's get to the. I guess the best way to answer that question is to get to the song. Um, "Tough Love" um, was the song about that I did for my mother, and I performed it at the um, open mic at the rec center downtown, mm-hmm. and um, on my birthday. And I wanted to do that because that was the woman who gave me life. Now, with my story, I um, when I was adopted at a young age, I was put in foster care. Um, Fresh out the womb, basically, my birth mother, um, you know, what she was dealing with with addiction, I think that was so strong that she just left mm-hmm. and left me at the hospital and I went to foster care. And, um, you know, from foster care, I was adopted at three. And I had a tough relationship with my mother mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think. Maybe in far as like genetics go or something, or that connection. Close to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Or That's that okay. connection that you um that you have with a mother for those nine months. If my relationship with my adopted mother was was strained because I knew that I had a mother. Yeah. But I clung to my father, my adopted father. I clung to him because I don't even know who that man is. Yeah. The the the, the, the biological one is now. So I clung to him, and me and her had a, str- a very strained relationship, and it and it has been strained for a long time. I think that now at thirty, 
it, it, in the mid thirties is when I began to really start to appreciate value, who she was. Value my mother. You know, she buried um she had to I watched her have to bury just in the beginning of this year, she had to bury her mother, father and her her brother, mm. her younger brother in the same week because of COVID back in March. And that made me look at wow. this woman. All totally three of different. them from yeah. COVID? And she had to hold she had to handle that herself because the family You lost that. three family members to COVID? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. I did not know that. You know, so and that's where I pray came from. Actually, um, that's another video that I have on YouTube. I pray, mm -hmm. and and I was I, I shot some of that video at the the um, the service for my grandmother. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's where tough love came from. Was just breaking down the whole relationship I had with her because you know my dad always raised me to be to not give out your emotions like just so freely. But Man with up. music, it's so easy to do it. You know, and that was my way of, I guess, telling my mother to understand what she, what know, she had been, what through. she had to sacrifice, and what she, what she had to go through, even because of what I put her through. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it's three verses. Each verse is just it's deep. You know, and the other song is um, speaking to your wife, and mm -hmm. she was there for you when you were worth it locked down. Yeah, I met my wife. Um, I, I like to always say I met my wife at my lowest point. Um, I was I was locked up once again at yeah, I spent half my life locked up in and out. My lawyer told me I was doing life on the installment plan. Mm. <laughs> you know, but um you know, but she had came to me at a time where I had really had lost everything. I had lost anything I thought I gained. I had I had lost the person I thought I loved. I had lost myself. And I'm sitting back in jail and you know, thank you know, that was like the lowest point and I was I was hurt. Mm -hmm. And then in comes someone who was just initially supposed to be someone who was from the church that was gonna help me out, you know, try to show me a different lifestyle, teach me about God. And just so she met out. you while you were locked down. Yeah, too. she met me while oh, I was okay. locked up. Um <clears throat> and from just talking on through letters and it became um, phone conversations, and then it became visits eventually when she got comfortable enough. And for the last eight months, which if you've been <clears> locked <throat> up before, that's probably the worst time period mm -hmm. is the last eight months because you can't wait to get out, you know. And I didn't even know where I was getting out and going and to. Going like, to, I wasn't yeah. even in a rush to go home. I was like, man, I don't know what I'm about to do, you mm -hmm. know. And she came and she did whatever. She dealt with my bullshit, you know, and mm -hmm. <laughs> And she 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 was there for me, and I ended up marrying her through the glass of the jail, actually. Wow! And we um, we had our I married her of August twenty fourth, two days before my birthday in two thousand eighteen. Mm -hmm. And um, but oh, September, October, three months later, November third, two thousand eighteen is when I got out, and that's when we were able to have our honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but well, I, I think that that's dope, though, that you are able to, even if you put people through, you know, like you say, your bullshit, you're able to almost express yourself, you know, musically to let them know that yeah, you because, appreciate what, you know, what they did for you. Because, I mean, most people will tell you that as far as trying to talk to me, it's hard because I'm just real quiet. Mm -hmm. I'm real closed off, um, kind of anti a little bit. And even if it, we did have a conversation, I couldn't give too much of my emotions. Mm -hmm. But I can go into the studio 
if an engineer that I trust, Alan Michael DeFuego, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, with an engineer I could trust and just be able to make a song and and, and send it to the person that yeah. that song was for. So even if I couldn't voice it in conversation or tell you how I felt, I can give you a song yeah. to let you know exactly how I felt. And that's probably going to come out a lot realer than I would have said if, if I If I just said it with the words, yeah. which is, that's, that's deep. And then it's something they can hold on to for years. That, mm-hmm. That'll never go away. For sure. What's up, Lorenzo, Caroline, Hospitality? What's up, doing? Terrell, Jamal? How you doing? What's up, Adrian? Hey, Jen. Hey, boo. <laughs> Looking forward to dinner and wine with you tomorrow. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, y'all yes. tapping in, by yes, the way. Yes, for sure. Appreciate and to everybody else who's on my um, watch party on my personal page, I can't really see the comments right now. I'll be looking at those later. But mm-hmm. if you want me to be able to see the comments in real time, please go to the Dope Academy Facebook page for that. Because that's where I will be looking and if at you, what y'all are saying. And if you're on Instagram, feel free to follow me at BreadUpRich. Look, I was going to let you do that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 okay. I had to plug that one Yeah, in. yeah, it's okay. You're going to do it again, too, towards oh, yeah, the end. Most definitely. Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, most definitely, but I do appreciate it. So your song, Motivation, mm-hmm. which I'm going to play at the end of the podcast, is one of my favorite songs from you. Thank um, you. And it gets me motivated, and you guys will see when you hear it, but it does. So what inspired that one? Um, was it early in the morning, like the song says? No, actually... See, my, my process into into approaching music is I I just listen to beats all day. And when I heard that particular beat, I just heard that in the beginning, ding, ding. And it sounded like the sun was rising on a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And that what made me start saying, you know, that little melody stuck in my head for a long time, actually. And I thought that that hook was going to be whack early in the morning. No, I like that. I swear. But at first, I was like, man, this is probably going to be whack. Yeah. And I was thinking of like a doper hook to use, but that kept on coming. Mm-hmm. So I went with the hook. And then I, my, my, as far as my creative process, I don't do, I don't do the, the pen and pad thing. I just like to go in and be inspired by whatever the beat since me too. So you're a freestyler? No, I wouldn't say I'm a freestyler, but in a in a sense it's a freestyler. It's um it's it's like you just you just write your stuff in your head. You just constantly say the same bars over and over again until you construct a whole song basically. Mm. And just remember all those things up there. You take I like the to big, call the Biggie Jay Z approach. Okay. Yeah, I like to call it well, what they 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 term that the West India Archie. Um, you ever yeah. watch Malcolm X? And he kept the, all the his numbers, numbers in his, in his head. head. That's yeah. what that's what it is. The West Indian arch. We keep all our lyrics up here. Yeah. Because because with paper, man, you can lose that. You can lose it. It can tear up. It can get wet. You lose that whole mm-hmm. song. But if you construct it in your brain and you keep it in your brain, it'll always be here. You can't take that from me. So y'all know I like movie references. So I wasn't trying to yeah. kill you. I was just trying to protect my rep. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Shout out to West End Artists. Yes. What's your favorite track of yours? Like, what's your favorite track? Um, oh, that's hard to answer because I I listen to my music in my feelings. Basically, you know, I listen to it to critique myself also. But I, when I listen to it, it's like. I had to be, I, I listened to what I'm feeling at that time. What is your favorite track that you have? <laughs> like, we ain't about to do this today. Uh, all right. I think that my, my, probably I would say my favorite track that I 
Man, that's a tough question, man. That's like trying to single this, out. You got you got to answer tough questions um, sometimes on the Dope Academy podcast. All right, I would say, um, I would honestly say worth it. The song for my worth wife. it. And I would you say, you better say that. You gonna have a hard night at home. <laughs> look, but I also, look, he got you. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> no, but I also say that because that was the first time that I sung. You know, like I had done the rapping thing, and I felt like I that wasn't hard to do anymore. And that was the first time that I, with Worth It was the first time I went in the studio and was scared as hell. I was sweating out my shirts. And, mm-hmm. You know, I could my voice was shaking so bad I couldn't sing because I'm nervous as hell. I got two niggas sitting in here with me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> was that, hear. hold on, was that recorded before Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Because you sing on that a little yeah, that bit. Was, after, well, when Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Fun was the second time I tried to sing because I had got so comfortable with, with, with that, that one. That oh, one. so I but, thought Worth It came out was it was after. No, 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 no. Oh. No. Nah. But worth it. Worth it was the first time I ever tried to sing, and I learned about um, the whole auto tune process. Because mm-hmm. for a while, I thought auto tune was like, hey, I mean, I could take my awful voice and I could sing, and auto tune is automatically going to tune it where it is, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a that's a lie. That doesn't work like that. If you if you're really trying to make, I mean, you could sound like a robot with auto tune, but if you, if you want that natural sound mm-hmm. on the auto tune, you kind of have to try to hit the notes as, as yeah, good as possible. as possible. Because as soon as you go off a note is when you get those influctuations and make you sound like a robot. If J-Lo can do it, you can too. <laughs> Actually, my engineer my engineer <laughs> at the time when I did it, he he wouldn't let me drink. He wouldn't let me smoke. I just had to drink water. Like mm-hmm. he would, That was some different shit for me. <laughs> mm. For me, like he had me under rules to try to sing. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it though. I would think that was my favorite song. It's just because I knew what I had to go through in the recording process. Well, that should be your favorite song, though. The songs from the heart should definitely oh, yeah. be your favorite songs. And then there was alternative, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it changed it changed everything to me. No do, you, do you think by doing that, it opens you up to um, stepping outside the box well, and doing more? Like, I've, I've seen you do, you know, songs where you sing and I've seen you spit. But... Would you be willing to do like, you know, something with the acoustic guitar with it all cut out? Like I know Worth It is kind of on that realm, mm-hmm. but like, would you do more music in that realm, or was that just those moments? That's the type of music you no, thought you should actually, do for it. Actually, um, I don't know. I think when I would, I I wouldn't limit myself anymore. Mm-hmm. And when I talked to, um. To my people back in Richmond, I could send them songs like "Worth It" or "Girls Just Want to Have Fun," and they'll they'll probably laugh at that because you know what the hell are you doing, man? We make track rap, um, trap rap. What the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And you know, I I always say, well, first of all, I'm not in Richmond no more. I'm in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. and I've been to establishments in Fredericksburg who would tell me no rap. Mm-hmm. As soon as you come in, yeah, we we do live entertainment. What do you do? I rap. Oh no, we don't do that though. So you have to try to do different things to just to fit your demographic because this is where you're at. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't make a song. Everybody ain't going to like everything, but you have to try to make something for everybody to like. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might not like every song on my, on, on my project, but as long as I'm trying to make one for you. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Or you. <laughs> or you. What's that, Ricardo? It's your <laughs> people's, I think? Or no? Uh, 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 
His yeah. comic was up there. Yeah, that's my people. I'm just going to say that because I don't want him to be like... I don't, I don't recognize the name. So I don't I want him to so. be like, damn, man. If, 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 you're my, if you're my people, then forgive me. It's been a long day. Yeah, man. What's up, La? What's up, Cora? Thank you. Thank it's you, sis. Love. Thank it's you very love. much. Um, yes, live. The Fredericksburg Freedom Initiative. You can go look mm-hmm. them up on fredericksburgfree.org. Definitely, if you want to get involved. Everybody always asks me how you get involved. I give you these um, names, and that's one of them. What's up, Ray? Everybody on my personal watch party, I, I appreciate that you're watching there. But if you want my, your comments to come up and I answer them like really, really quickly, then go to the um, podcast page. Yeah. If not, then I have to kind of keep going back and forth or whatever. But mm-hmm. we do thank you for turn, tuning in no matter I what. I appreciate it all the time. So is there an artist <clears throat> that you would love to work with? An artist that I would love to work with. Um, well, I just I just happened to work with an artist that, that I, I had made a list at one point in time, couple, like a month ago, mm-hmm. and posted on Instagram an artist that I wanted to um, work with out here that I've been listening to for a while and I respect them. And I just ended up working with um, one the other day. Uh, shout out uh, Richie Seven Thirty. I don't want to mess your Instagram name up, but Ty Richie, you know Richie who you are. What's up, Travis? Yeah, but um, you know he's and he's with the um, the Drip movement. Shout out Forever Drip, Drip mm-hmm. LLC. You know, but I worked with him. That was that was one of the main guys I wanted to work with because I was really trying to get him back in into wanting to do the artist side. He was battling for a while and mm-hmm. was kind of hesitant to get back to the artist side. So that was a good one. Battling is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I love battle rap, but I'd be like, I don't even know how they, how they do it. it. It's tough though because you know, and what made him want to leave is because he 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 feels like he legitimately won the battle, and everybody who was there that they feel like he legitimately won that one, but that he was he was outside of his demographic, yeah. so mm-hmm. crowd rules type shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But me and him worked, and, and and that was and that was good. That song's gonna be on his project, dropping at the first of the year probably, and um. Other than that, it's a guy named um, Lil Juice, a Juice Box. Oh, Lil Juice, who comes to the yeah, yeah he, comes he be he be uh, yeah, that's my little hype. guy. That's somebody I would definitely definitely want to work with. But he works all the time. Like Lil Juice job. will be on the podcast. I think we were talking yeah. about it, like maybe in October. When he um, came here, you tell his ass that I'm looking for him to make a damn song. Well, he was he was at open <laughs> nah, mic. He was at open mic the other day. No, no, I'm He know I'll pull up at his job if I really <laughs> if, if I you really, really want need to. Talk to him. Yeah, but that you. that that is one of the guys because lyrically, for him to be a young guy, you know that he is like. Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. Eminem with the with the word play and the syllable rhyming that he and be, he be doing. doing like he be fast, and, that, and that's what I like to work with. Somebody I don't want to work with whoever's just hot at the time. I want to work with somebody who's really gonna challenge me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say I don't want. Um, I'm not in it for the competition, and that's cool. You you stating what you're not what you're not in it for, but as for me, it is it's always a competition. Mm-hmm. It's a friendly competition. I mean, you see. LeBron James hates James Harden on the basketball court, but they 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 best they friends. They cool, yeah, yeah. Outside. But that's how hip hop should you know be, I mean? and that's how it is. Like, I, I, and I tell all my friends who are in, in who's doing the rap thing or is in the game right now, I tell them, you know, I'm trying to bust your ass every time I got a chance to. Mm-hmm. But if, if if you're doing something, I'm gonna be the first one to give you love. Yeah, you know that's how mean? it should be. Though. I go that's to good. the open bikes and I record everybody's um, performance. And shout out um, Sin Living. That's somebody I want to work with too. 
You know, what I, mean? I definitely do want to work. Well, I'm Sin's manager, so I can make that happen. Well, see how this shit work, but yes. I definitely do. I I wasn't just saying that because I I I figured I should have said that. She already know. I told her too. I think that y'all would make a dope track together. Hell yeah! Like so dope. So so much talent. So dope. One track. Hell dope. yeah! Hell yeah! Um. So, is there any particular movie school genre that you would like to go into? Um. Like, like I said, well, I see you doing like bluegrass one day. Are you going to pretty much stick with like? Man, actually, I had a, I got a blues song. <laughs> that's I got that's a blues that, song. I, I got a, blues. That's dope. Did I record it? But I'm not finished recording it yet because that's uh, um I had like developed some type of polyp shit in my throat, mm-hmm. and that and that, it was because I was singing there, and he kept telling me, "Stop trying to sound cool. You singing the blues. You got to put your pain in there." Yes. So I'm. I'm trying to growl, and man, I sung so hard. I felt some shit happen, but You're singing like muddy waters. Yeah, but <laughs> I, that that I, I'm still working on that though. I have to do a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. you know, while my voice works for that or whatever. But yeah, you don't want to. And then it's different. I ain't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a guy who's quick to rush to try to put some shit out just to have some shit. Mm-hmm. If it ain't right, I'm gonna keep on working it. But I got a blue. I got some blues I'm working on. I got a. Um, a gospel song that I'm working on called Knees. Um, I I'll probably change that name, but I'm talking about getting down on your knees and just um, surrendering everything. Why are you gonna change the name? Huh? I don't know, cause I, cause when I just said knees, it sounded crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded crazy. I you mean, know? but like I said, I don't limit myself to anything. I mean, I pr- I don't think that I ever be the guy that wants to do the grunge and. Mm-hmm. I hate my life. Yeah. I don't think I want to do that because <laughs> I don't hate my life. But I'm open to trying different things because, like I said in, in, in a little bit ago in the interview, I, I just I want to make something for everybody. So you don't have to like everything, but I'm trying to make a each person I meet in my life. I'm trying to make a song for that person. Mm. You know what I mean? That's dope. I, I just made a I made a song. I'm just gonna be on my uh, mixtape as well. Um, called Why, and I had, I wrote it locked up. It was about my homeboy that died. He 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 got killed like two days before I got locked up, and then I was locked up, and his name was uh, etched in your on, cell. Yeah, he was in such you know such and such was here. I'm uh. like, damn, this is crazy. And then I wrote a song about him, but when I never I never recorded it, it just got lost in the sauce. But I always remembered it. And one day I was with my homeboy. We were going to the studio. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I just wanted to take him to the studio. You probably met um, Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big light-skinned guy I'm with. Yes. I'll be with him all the time. And um, he had just lost his homeboy back in Pepper, And he was fucked up that night. He was drunk as hell. He was crying and shit. And he had lost, he had lost a close friend. Mm-hmm. Like a sandbox buddy. And yeah. um, we went to the studio and they asked me what beat to use. I just went and I did that song. So that was like a song. Even though I was talking about my homeboy that passed, he was in that session to see me talking about my homeboy. Yeah, which helped help with and him. Now that's probably one of his favorite mm-hmm. songs on there because it was for him. Yeah, <laughs> make a song for everybody I meet. So, <laughs> who are your um, top three musical influences? Would you say like what what has mm. helped Bread Up Rich become Bread Up Rich? And it doesn't have to just be rap. It can be whatever nah, you want. It my can top, be rap or my whatever. top three. Wayne. Lil Wayne, most definitely. <laughs> I knew that. Lil Wayne's the GOAT. 
He's the greatest of all time, and I have my re- I have my reason for saying that, and I will stand on my reason. Well, let's let's stop there for a second because <laughs> let's because I love talking about hip hop. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't remember what song it is. It's that video that Wayne got out where he's it's it's dope. It's like morphing his he face. Changed, he changes. Uh, it's called Big Worm. Big Worm. Yes. He changes. He changes. Um, Into all face. his all his looks. And for real, when I first seen that video, I thought that video was weird as shit. That video was dope. I thought it was weird because like. The different face changes. I was like, some of them shits look kind of crazy. But then when you, no, what looks crazy is what he is again, right now. That's what we want to talk about. <laughs> but when I actually watched it and I seen like that's when it wasn't crazy to What's me. What's up, no Shauna? It's because he actually you seen every error, every error that he was. It in. was dope, and, and I and I, and I love picking out. Oh, that's my favorite Wayne error. But let's talk about how he looks now. The video is a little scary. Now, when it first showed, because we know, like, okay, Wayne got like, these locks hanging on. We don't know what he's doing. He's a rock star, whatever. But when it goes back into, like, the block is hot Wayne or mm. Carter to Wayne or whatever, and then it comes back to what he is now, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little frightening. And the, I know it's your people's, but, but you have best, to admit that. The best way, I don't know what's going on in his personal life, but I would say. I'm talking about his know, hair. Oh, but, 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 we, know, but we know that he, he's dealing with skin cancer. I didn't know that he was Yeah, he's dealing with skin cancer. cancer. I mean, Who told you that? I'm a Wayne fan. I I, I am I have never he's heard dealing, that. Yeah, he's dealing with skin cancer though, and they they try to say it's because of the tattoos, and it could be a rumor. And that's why his locks are like that. My hairstyles. That's not why his locks are like that. I mean, maybe he made. I, I do shout out to Wayne made, and his family. I hope he might have he, he might have made some, he might have made some bad um, bad hair decisions. Let's some talk bad about hair it. decisions. Yeah, it's bad. But at the end of the day, when I see Wayne, I mean, hey, he went and, and did that video. I think to show to remind people of who he is, of all the shit that he did. Hey, Ronnie. And I think that even at this point that he's in right now, when I see him, it doesn't bother me because I, I look at a man who's gave everything he had from the age of it bothers me. 11. I mean, he gave everything. And uh, some of those things could have been, he probably had to get high as hell. He probably did a lot of drugs that probably fucked him up. Yes. But he was doing whatever he had to do to give us what we wanted. And I he, get it. He really but like, gave to his me, whole self. Wayne... It's not that. First of all, yeah, like I think that he's let drugs kind of take over some things, and he, that man is that man is actual genius. People don't mm. understand that, so I don't. I don't like actually. That has, of, he got his PhD from exactly. Houston, by he's, the he's way. Dope. But so that bothers me a little bit. But the thing that bothers me the most is I believe, and I, and it, it's very deep. So I won't go too deep of a dive, but I believe Lil Wayne should be in a whole different position than he is right now, and I think that he deserves to be, and he got taken advantage of. Not just the whole old baby thing, whatever, and he's and they gave him his money, he's straight now. Like Lil Wayne has done so much for the industry when he even even like uh they were talking about on a Joe Budden podcast, like when he went to jail, that should have never happened because he should have been in a place for that. You think that if Drake got caught and there was a he wouldn't go to jail. There's yeah. there's certain record labels that will protect certain artists and well, I think that Lil Wayne should have been protected. He he definitely should have. But that's that's the thing. And I I have these conversations with with young artists that I talk to because I I kind of do a mentorship through through artistry. Mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of young artists that feel like they get misre- misrepresented or they're not getting paid attention to. And I kind of sit them. If you look on YouTube, I've I've done videos and I've worked with a few different people, different young artists, mm-hmm. and you know try to like you know build them up. To go do whatever you want to do, but I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you together now, and get your confidence up now. Now the thing with Wayne was that I think that he more so dealt with the 
You know, the handshake contracts a lot. Well, when you have so, someone in your life from the time you're 11 yeah, years old. Yeah, and that's the thing. But, and even and even now, we after all that shit that he went through with baby, guess what? They're still cool as a bitch to this day. 50 Cent said it um, not too long ago. I would never give my opinion on Wayne or baby because, shit, I can say what I want to. Them niggas still going to be cool. I think Wayne trusted a lot of people along the way and, and made bad business decisions because he just shook hands with people. And it bothers me. And even he, when you talk, because he is a goat. And when you talk to young artists now, they always, when you start talking about something about a, all right, you want to fuck with me, you want you want me to be your, be your management or whatever. If I say something about a contract, they think that you just cussed them out. Nah, the contract is just to let you know. I mean, shit, we we can if if you're not young enough to, to follow Lil Wayne, we can go to NBA Young Boy. Mm-hmm. NBA Young Boy is kind of getting raped by his label situation because you have to trust them. Con- you have to you got to fuck with them contracts. You can't look at it. Somebody send you a contract and be like, oh, this nigga trying to get over on me. Somebody try to give me a contract, I would feel like somebody try to try to be honest with me. Yeah, you know. So I think he just did the, a lot. Who's the other two influences that you had? Hmm. So you said the, Wayne. Uh, Wayne. Um, I would say like um, probably Nas. Okay. It's just being like a story. T- I used to, I used to, I used to love Jay a whole lot, but Wayne kind of knocked Jay out of my. Mm-hmm. My top three, but nah, it's just being a storyteller, just being true to what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Regardless, he probably could have been a lot further than he is now. He just didn't compromise. Oh, uh, don't get it twisted. Nas is a venture capitalist. He is a lot further, just not in music. Yeah, no, no, not in music. He's because, been doing some big, Nas, big because moves. Nas also has a. Um, his last album was Dope Boy. I mean, Dope Boy, yeah, that joint but, with the hip but, hip but, but a lot of times they think that you fell off the map because you're not rapping no more. No, he rapping but bags Nas, up. But Nas actually got made the Forbes list because he has a he has a um a mattress um mm-hmm. company endorsement. He he invested in He's the mattress. He's doing all sports. types of stuff. All you know, types of stuff. Hell yeah. So I fuck with Nas though. Okay, and, and who's the next one? And the 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 last one, oddly, with um, you would think it probably be DMX, but I was. Say, I thought you were gonna say DMX. I I just thought about him for real. <laughs> he probably is, but I gotta say Trey Songs, and this is the reason why I gotta say Trey Songs, because Trey Songs might have fell off the map to a lot of people, but Trey Songs was born at a hospital in Richmond, Virginia. He moved to Petersburg, Virginia, which wasn't better than Richmond, Virginia. So I know where he came from. I remember. I remember all the days he was singing R. Kelly songs yeah. on the mixtapes. I was I a huge Trey Face like Songs fan before. And he ain't got a whole bunch of um, like bullshit scandals. Tied yeah, he, he does. He's a big scandal right now. He has a he has a few. No, he's a big scandal right now. I'm just <laughs> he, like, I don't, you might not has, know. That's why I was like, oh, you said Trey Songs. He has a pretty but, big scandal. But I've, but I've, he's, he hasn't really had any before. But now it's yeah, pretty he, bad. He, he's really. I mean, he's he got had, a pretty bad one a right couple, now. He had a couple. But shit, Trey Songs also started the Feed Your City campaign too. Yeah. Well, and and got and got celebrities behind that to feed the city that they came from. Nino so Brown gave turkeys to the hood. Where he I was mean, shit, if providing you, crack. I mean, I understand yeah, that, but I'm, I am you, saying that Trey Songz yeah. definitely does have a scandal, and it's a little spicy. So, yeah. Ronnie, um, my homegirl Ronnie said, "Why would a contract make folks feel some kind of way?" She don't ask me. That's them. Me, because I guess the the thing 
Because I guess people assume that because the artist is signed to a record label, that there was a contract involved, and then when shit falls apart mm-hmm. and, and the artist got fucked over, then the, the public automatically assumes that it was a contract situation. Where most of the time, artists just be trying to get some money. They might not even sign a contract. They just might just take the bread. Mm-hmm. But even 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 outside of that. I don't know what's going on with them. I know with me, personally, when I do my management and trying to build my label, my whole thing is it is going to be contracts because I want to protect both of us. Mm-hmm. And But it ain't going to be a one-sided contract. We're going to sit down with a notepad, and you're going to tell me what you want from your manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write that shit down. And then I'm going to tell you what I want from an artist. I'm gonna write that shit down. And then we're going to... Figure out how to make that match in a way that's going to satisfy you, satisfy me. But you got to protect yourself because shit, a lot of times, a lot, man, I've been, I would say two artists that I've dealt with in the last, in the last year. Have you managed, have you managed artists too? Oh man, I do it a lot. But oh. <laughs> I do it a lot. But the thing, the thing is, they'll be wanting to do it and you'll put some shit behind them. And what will happen is. When re- re- when real life hits them, they'll say, "Damn man, I don't feel like goddamn. I can't. I can't rap. I can't I juggle it all. I ain't trying. I ain't trying to rap. I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to pay my rent. All right, but that's shit. I just paid for a studio session for you. Then I that's when you this. say, early in the morning, you yeah. hear your song. So what? So 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 that's the contract protects both parties because it's gonna hold me liable for what I don't do for you. Because you tell me everything you want, so I'm gonna find a way to supply what you want. Mm-hmm. But you gotta do your end too. If yeah. I if I book you a studio session, you're supposed to be in a studio session. I really ain't trying to hear. I mean, it's sad to say that some shit might happen, and you feel like your personal life has to get in the way of that. But shit, I just lost that. I just lost that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't. The contract stops somebody from changing their mind. Yeah. Miss okay. Ronnie or, or Mr. Ronnie? No, it's it's a woman, Ronnie. I'm sorry, yeah, Ronnie yeah, Addington. Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, in love with a Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not like Ronnie. <laughs> That's my joint. <laughs> hey, Sylvia. Sylvia Jeez, came out to um, open mic Wednesday. You weren't there, but we all arrived like kind of later. Mm. We still turned up, you know. It was, it was raining like shit. It was raining so hard. It was raining like shit. So hard. So I think it is a good time to show you guys a little bit of um, Bread Up Rich's skill set. So he's okay. going to do something live here. I'm live. not familiar with this song, I don't think. So, <laughs> But it's a good song, though. I'm it's, sure it's good. And it's going to be on the... Um, can I plug my mixtape real quick? You sure can. We're going to talk about that later, but you can okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, you, you're yeah. jumping ahead. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be on that. On the, I, I, I'll wait for you to ask about that. But that song what's is your, gonna be what's up. your mixtape gonna be called? Bread Up Season Demotivation. All right, um, King. And we're gonna talk about after you perform this, we'll I'll plug it and we'll talk about when it's coming out because it's coming out very soon. Yeah. Okay. Real soon. So next week so. Let me see if my engineer is ready with the music. All right. So how does this part work? Do I I got you gonna hear it and you gonna go. Oh, so I'm going right here. Yeah, All right, we rocking. Can they hear the beat? Or? Yeah. All right, shit. All right, this one's called All Me. Um, you know, I'm about to do what I do best. Y'all just chill. Uh. Uh. Bread up season, demotivation. 
September 19th. This song's called uh, All Me. Uh, 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 I've been up for like four days, they sleep a wink since Tuesday. No hairbrush, no shade, keep the currency moving. Baby mom's in the new crib, sweaty skin's getting too grown. Money running like a race, pass blunts like put tons, running back like football. Money stacked four foot tall, in a lack it is up now. Yo bitch with no draws, send her home with no walls. Back pain in her soul jaw, she came to me with trust issues. Left you with a broke card, I hustle hard like a porn star Give nothing but a fucks, just came home and my weight up Money all in my taste buds, sick and tired of being dead broke Might as well be broke dead shit I probably just chase money in a wheelchair with two broke legs Goddamn, my cash stacking, rack and tail, my tax bracket You the type that'll pass wretched, only time you can pass average 8k of my nightstand, subtract man and do mathematics Bitch ain't shit all, show me this bitch sound like tap dance Goddamn uh, yes, I get money, that's all me Yes, I get money, that's all me Yes, I get money, that's all me Remember when they didn't want me Now I get money, that's all me Now I get money, that's all me Now I get money, that's all me Money fast like highways Living proof that crime pays I'm on to my off days I'm on to my off days Bitch, I'm a hustler, they call me uh, Shout out my neighborhood, you feel me? When I say neighborhood, y'all know what it is huh, uh. Money, 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 I just need a lot of Lot of hoes on me, like I want a lot of Back then hoes didn't want me Now I'm hot hoes all on me Shoebox, that's all on me Big hammer Bow uh, drama like a thespian In the room with two lesbians One don't smoke but got second hand On my high horse like a questian Loose lips can't sink ships Closed mouths don't get fed I get bred by D-Lo God damn, huh? Bitch, I'm a hustle, I'm all about money, ho. She give me hits and I feel like I'm coming close. I know she a freak, cause I met her on the mobile show. The toilet with the kind of go soon as I hit it, it's back to the money, goddamn. Then I back to the mob. I gotta get it, put that on my squad. I wanna lose, I put that on my guard. Ask who the best, I wanna answer like, ah. You can't be serious right now. Once again, shout out my neighborhood, man. My neighborhood is why I'm here. I love y'all niggas, man. You know what I mean? I don't know if y'all watching that, but y'all better watch me, nigga. Shout out my neighborhood, though. I love y'all niggas, man. I'm fucked with it. You know I mean? Thank you. Yeah, it's called me. Hell yeah. And I like to pick beats that start different. It might start. I'm going to need you to send that to me. Please. It just kind of like starts kind of mellow and it just wakes up and you just go. You got a lot, lot of love. People was hitting the love. Oh, when thank y'all, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all know how long that I've been. Like pursuing this dream, and I haven't got love. How long? I I, st I started this at uh, shit. I started writing music at fourteen. My dad took me at fifteen to the studio for my fifteenth birthday, and I never, I never like gave up on that dream. I yeah. just love being in the studio. I'm thirty five. I turned thirty five last month, and and I would say that this year, twenty twenty, it sucks. It's fucked up, but I love it because. As far as an artist, man, I got plenty of love. And I guess it's because my music, my music, I would say I have some songs that are fun, but I'm mainly addressing what's going on. I'm mm -hmm. not making music and acting like I'm I'm rich. Shit, I'm broke as everybody else. I'm making music that's talking to that struggle. And I think that in these hard times, the people are, I guess they're accepting me right now because 
I'm one of the few that's going to talk about what we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. This ain't no party time. We party, try to deal with this shit, but this ain't no party time. This is a real yeah, time. People are hurting, we are real. protesting. People are losing people. We don't know what the fuck is about to happen with the country as mm -hmm. far as the presidents go. You know what I mean? Like, shit is real. And I ain't trying to make a bunch of party. That that was a, a party song. That was kind of fun. I like that but, joint. You know, but overall, my shit is just my, my truth. My truth. And that's and that's I why I gravitate towards your music because, you know, there's certain artists, they're like, like you said, like fun time, like boom. Mm -hmm. But artists that I particularly love, like if you know who my favorite artists are, they all mm -hmm. invoke feeling. You know what I'm saying? They're all well, see, raw. I, so I, I, I appreciate that with you. Because when, well. when I started, though, I started like everybody else when they first start. They feel like they hot. Their friends think they hot. And they feel like as soon as somebody hear them, they're going to blow. Mm -hmm. And that's what I believed when I was 15, when I was 16, when I was 17. I, I believed that the whole time. And then when you start looking like, damn, here comes 30. Then mm -hmm. I know who the fuck I am. Here comes 31. Then I know who the fuck I am. Here comes 32. They mm -hmm. still know who the fuck I am. But at 35, it, I, even when I first started at 15, I had made uh, I, I patterned myself a lot behind Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start young, so I started young. And I wanted to be finished. Wayne said he was going to be done by 40. And I said I was going to be done by 40. At 35, shit, <laughs> it's, it, it's going it's good right close. now. So let me, keep, let me keep swinging. I got five years to keep swinging. But really my whole main objective is to, now I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to try to do what's hot no more. I've mm -hmm. been doing it for a long time. I think it's more respected for me just to give y'all the, like they call me the OG out here, and you're about well. That's okay because no. I but, get called but it's old. Good but you're about to you're about to drop your mixtape, mm -hmm. and when are you dropping that? Because we were wanted to September nineteenth, September nineteenth, which at, is which is right around the corner. And I chose that date for my um, biological sister, who was who, you know, she was from my biological mom. She was put in the same situation as me, mm. and I met her a couple years ago, locked up. <laughs> And I was in a hole. If y'all know what the hole is, that's isolation. That's 23 and one hour sitting mm -hmm. in the cage. Or take, you, you decide if you want to take a shower, go walk outside in a little small-ass cage. And um, you know, I was in a hole. I just I knew I was adopted, and I, I knew all that. But it made me want to reach out to my people, and I didn't know who to reach out to. I reached out to social services, and they sent me her address and said we had to write each other through to them. See if they, yeah. Until they were until she at least gave me her address. Mm -hmm. And me and her got cool. We moved out there, but we it was hell. I met her and but when you go twenty something when you go thirty years without you know your brother and sister, you don't know <laughs> it, it's gonna be fucked up because mm -hmm. she has a way, you have a way. And we clash. We clash. And I understand. I didn't meet many of my siblings until I was older. I yeah, was an adult, actually. So. But, and also because it, I was raised in an adopted family for so long that in my mind, my brother and sister are the two people that my mother who adopted me. Raised you at? Yeah, they were my only siblings. So I what prompted you to, to, to actually do the date or whatever? Because that was her like, birthday. Just to honor her. And, and it was... Because shit, and as far as our relationship goes, I probably don't do nothing right, and that's because, um, I mean, she's just like any. She's like I mean, not to try to throw her in, in the bus or say anything bad about her, but she's she's like any woman who's lost. She, whatever guy she's with, 
she clings to him. And if mm-hmm. me and her guy didn't get along, and you know, she chose her shit. She chose her guy over over me, and you know, things happened between us, and, and I resented her. And we didn't talk, and we still can't talk too long. You know yeah, what but I mean? everybody has but different ways of working is, through this things. This is my way of saying. You know, if I can't do nothing else, mm-hmm. at least I, I give you a release date. I put my put my project out on on your birthday. It's a way of saying, even if we can't tell, even if we can't get along all the time, that's my way of saying I love you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Which, my way of giving her something. Yeah, I, 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 I really know? fucks with that. Well, I thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. I and you me, man. plug yourself again. Your Instagram is? At Bread Up Rich. There's no spaces in there. B R E A D U P R I C H. Bread up bridge. And your mixtape is titled Bread Up Season Demotivation. And they can find that mixtape where? Um, right now it's gonna be it's it's, it's gonna be on all platforms actually. But okay. I'm but if you see me if you see me on the streets, I'm gonna have shit on deck too. If you need to get it and you can't find it anywhere, just hit me up. Yeah, I can't contact know, it's him. We can be get out you there. what you need. Because I, I actually found this this different way that I've been asking people to have they heard about this way of dis- distributing music um, online, but hand in hand at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody's heard of this way, so I'm trying to. I'm about to. I, I, I keep it closed lips, but I'm. If this works though, I'm trying. I'm about That'd to try dope. some new shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm about to try some new shit. I feel so you. So if you see me. If you see her, if you see anybody who knows anything about bread up, if you see a bread up shirt because they're gonna be out too. Where are they? Where can they get the bread up shirts? Uh, just, just, just DM me. But I do have an Instagram bread up apparel. That's that's just in the startup phase. But you can definitely just hit me straight up on a DM at bread up rich. And again, and I, I make them myself. This says mm-hmm. independent black independent owned black label owned bread, label, up. bread up. up. And then he has another design. That says, make America, make America bread, bread up again. Up again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm gonna, we're so going to leave you with his video for motivation. Mm-hmm. You guys check us out morning. next week when we'll have Sin Living, who, whom he mentioned here. Mm-hmm. Um, dope, dope yeah, yep. rapper. <laughs> hey, yep. Yep. Um, she'll be here next week. And my um, co-host Mia will also be back. So we'll have a really dope, fun podcast uh-huh. on that. And just thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. I hope you all have a dope night. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Bring it Neighborhood. up. Put your ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm some real shit, though, bro. I could build this again with the family, bro. That, man, that shit crazy, man. That COVID shit, man. Taking out a lot of good people, man. A lot of loved ones, man. Everything will be all right, man. Just keep your head screwed on tight, bro. Keep pushing that bread up shit, bro. I'm telling you, man, we will be on top of the world one day, my nigga. Early in the morning, I swear it hit me when I'm yawning. I can hear that money calling. Breakfast time, money all I remember them late nights, thank God for them late nights, thank God that I shot and missed, Lord knows it was plain sight, Lord knows it was point blank, Lord knows I deserved it, finesse that nigga week ago, I go left just to stay right, I be getting too high late, crazy thing is I hate heights, can't remember half of my catalog, niggas thinking it was stay right, they told you they worth something, trick niggas with a fake price, bread up shit prices, and that price is a great price, uh, yeah, yeah,
nigga mob, all in like collection Kobe, you're LeBron, yeah, we ain't had no cable, I was falling in the lawn, yeah, make sure that they pay, you see that money in your palm, first, bitch, I got my hustle from my daddy and my mom work, I let my nightmares go, waking up in cold sweats, I let that chill life go, swear I won't go back, I never sell my soul, I'd rather be dead, bro, what's that, that money, call that money, call Early in the morning, I swear it hit me when I'm yawning. I can hear the money calling. Breakfast time, money hungry. Early in the morning, I swear it hit me when I'm yawning. I can hear the money calling. Breakfast time, money hungry. I remember them cold sweats. Thank God for them cold sweats. Thank God that the sheets hugged me, but I stayed up until three something. Thank God that my mom's prayers hit your ears like a beat buzzer. Thank God that the weed man was right here when I need something. Right here for that dream coming. Right here's for the team coming. Life coming like short films. Nightmares from the scene running. I stare and don't flinch, even if shit seem ugly. But I've been having ideas back when ideas used to mean something. Money over everything, grand up on a mission Got to come off as a visit, nigga, that's how I'm living Since the season, motherfucker, I come up in the kitchen You ain't cooking it to get it, then you stuck with the dishes I make that cash roll, so with that cash roll So now my closet space is looking like a cash roll And not to ass off, we breaking asphalt Asphalt is combo, I'm only hearing cash talk Early in the morning I swear it hit me when I'm yawning. I can hear the money calling. Breakfast time, money hungry. Early in the morning. I swear it hit me when I'm yawning. I can hear the money calling. Breakfast time, money hungry.